Africa's economy advances and 100 startups in Africa have raised their first million round this year. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your Pulse and Everything Business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC. INM Bank Rwanda, we are on your side. According to the Big Deal website, over 100 startups in Africa have raised their first 1 million US dollars round this year. As is often the case, most of the action is concentrated in the Big Four, where 80% of them are headquartered. 29 of these startups are in Egypt, 28 in Nigeria, and followed by Kenya that has 17 of these startups and another eight countries can claim at least one such deal. For 84% of them, the amount announced was somewhere between 1 million and 5 million US dollars. The median amount raised is just above the 2 million dollars, which is almost getting back to pre-pandemic levels of $2.1 million in 2019 and after two lower years of $1.5 million in 2020 and $1.7 million US dollars in 2021. Sud Haider, co-founder of Chap Chap Go and tech editor at Mwango Capital, joins us for this episode. The big deal numbers illustrate a growing ecosystem and a very strong foundation for future growth. But the current economic times indicate a more prudent look at growth. How can startups navigate growth and the survival curve? But it's a time for survival. So burn rates need to go down. Startups need to really focus on building businesses. And you know, you're a business first and startups and all the glory and all the hype later. And you know, you have to raise money for sustainability. So nobody's gonna give you money in this economy just to to play around with it. There has to be value. And you build value by building a sustainable business. So what startups need to do is they need to look into alternate forms of financing. A couple of, you know, there are a few grants uh, around, and especially in this part of the world, a bit painful to get to get access to the grants, but there's a lot of non-dilutive equity money around that startups can take advantage of. Secondly, debt is also an option. Uh, you know, well-structured debt, as much as capital is becoming more expensive, well-structured debt, if you know exactly what you're doing, you have product market fit and you have some sort of assets or some sort of security to be able to justify a creditor giving you that debt, then uh, it's an alternate form of financing. You know, I like to put out government programs, but those are few and far between, uh, uh, especially, at least I know in the case of Kenya, there are more, there's more government support in uh, uh, between 2002 to 2012 under the Kibaki regime for young business, for small businesses and startups than there are now. And, you know, most of the governments are also struggling with their own debt crisis. So higher taxation is becoming the norm. I mean, there's certain cases where that, it, it depends on the startup. So it, where there, there are tax incentives, potentially, that saves, that will save much needed OPEX from a startup. If you qualify to be in an industry where tax incentives are there. Uh, it could be at an industry level. It could be, you know, during the, due to the age of the business. Uh, these are other things to look into to, to lowering your burn rate. But yeah, so debt and alternative forms of financing. Another option for viable startups, and what I am advising some startups is you sell out, you merge with 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 a much bigger startup, and you'd have a much higher chances of success. The, the vision is. For the addressable market is 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 big, which is why you start up because you know you have a vision and say you know in three four years 
will have a sizable chunk of the market. And that's the promise that Kuni gives to its, its investors is like, hey, you know, this is the addressable market. And, you know, in X amount of time, we'll have double digit numbers of this market, which made that very, very appealing to investors, at least initially. But now when you're in a situation where you're not growing as fast as you, you want, and you're not growing as fast as the market expectations, and you have issues probably with your product market fit, the best bet for survival in such situations would be to sell out to a much bigger firm or another startup. Uh, so mergers and acquisitions are, are viable ways of at least staying afloat, keeping your employees employed, and uh, you know still contributing to the vision, and not as a majority shareholder, but at least you're able to kind of continue do. You, you get another lifeline. Those are options, and you know working with competition sometimes, you know, in, in times of crisis, I mean, if it's, it's, if it's do or die, you'd rather work with competition and kind of figure out how to kind of uh, protect your turf or give you those extra three, four, five, in some cases, 12 months to be able to figure out, to figure out what next. So very interesting times. Uh, but, you know, in times of crisis, you know, uh, leaders and I see most entrepreneurs as leaders. You shouldn't let a good crisis go to waste. So it's 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 time to you know to build solid businesses and you know just go back to the drawing board and really figure out what's the best way to build a business in whatever local environment, whatever environment you 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 you've you've been dealt with. A quick look at the other stories making get into the podcast. Mozambique and the IMF team have reached a staff-level argument on the economic and financial policies that could support the approval of the first review of the program under the ECF arrangement. The ECF, also known as the Extended Credit Facility, provides financial assistance to countries with protracted balance of payment problems. The argument awaits the approval of the IMF Executive Board in December, which would enable the disbursement of about 63 $0.8 million. The IMF in May granted a 432 million euro loan to Mozambique, a first since it withdrew six years ago after finding undisclosed debt in the so-called hidden debt scandal involving the government. The economy of Ghana advanced by 4.8% year-on-year in the first quarter of 2022, accelerating from an upwardly revised 3.4% rise in the previous three-month period. The industrial sector expanded by 4.4%, reversing a 0.5% drop in the first quarter as output picked up in manufacturing. Positive contributions also came from mining and querying, construction, agriculture activity increased by 4.6, following a 5.1% rise in the previous period, boosted by fishing and crops and cocoa. At the same time, the services sector grew by a solid 5.2% after a 5.6% expansion in the previous period, mainly driven by education, health and social work and information and communication. On a seasonally adjusted quarterly basis, GDP grew by 1.1% after a 0.9% increase in the previous quarter. And a quick look at the markets. Nigeria's stocks fell for fourth trading day in a row as the main equity index contracted by 0.07%. The NGX 30, the index tracking the combined progress of the top 30 firms in terms of market value and liquidity, shed 0.09%, coming within points of its lowest level since the turn of the year. Trade has been subdued for days, but the activity level raised fresh concerns with volume tapering as much as 37%. 
Investors are dumping stocks for fixed income securities, which have seen improved yields lately. And the rate of exiting equities could be higher in the days ahead as fund managers await the decision of the two-day policy meeting early next week, which is likely to be hawkish. As the central bank weighs contractionary measures to tame the cost-of-living crisis in Africa's largest economy, the all-share index surrendered 35.2 points, dipping 49,440, while the market capitalization inched down to 26.7 trillion naira. Year-to-date, the index is up 15.7%. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at Ruth Adon.